Hello and welcome to the Streamcast. I am Anakin and I am here with Zero Suit Sambus. And we have a special guest, Melanin Gamers Alan. <laughs> what up gang? What up? Um are you still going by the Dark Knight? Yes, yeah, trademark pending. So um <laughs> I don't know how many have... battle on that trademark. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe Warner Brothers would like give it to me, lonely old me, instead of and give up millions and millions of pounds. But you know, <laughs> someone can hope. <laughs> now uh, we have had Alan's sister Annabelle on the pod, and she spoke about you very uh, well. Would you, the principal researcher, you know all sorts of stuff? Yes. Uh, well, I well, I hope so. Anyway. So, <laughs> I hope so anyway Otherwise I made a massive mistake somewhere But yeah <laughs> Technically I'm smart <laughs> <laughs> The best kind of technically Yeah Wait hold on Best kind of threats That's it <laughs> Ruined oh, the you butchered it You butchered it Oh dear So we did ask Annabelle what her first console was And first game And I believe it might be the same answer for you Is that correct? Um Quite possibly, because I remember it more. Um, for me, it was um, I had you know back in the day when you had the demo disc, we had like loads yes. of demos on one on one Their game. Games. Exactly. So on my PS One, I used to have a demo disc that was from I think it was um, I think the publisher GT, and on it was a game called Streak, uh, Rogue Trip Vacation Twenty Twelve, and Micromaniac. So basically, um, these games were lit. So Rogue Trip. Vacation 2020, that was the precursor to Twisted Metal. So that's how that game played. Ah, yeah. And then Streak was like a hoverboard game where it's like, there was like, there was one black character and he had a blue hoverboard. And that was the character that I just like owned with. Like, don't let my, like, my sister might tell it differently, but I was the best. Like, make no mistake. <laughs> <laughs> then there was um, another game called Micromaniacs where it was like, you were, you, the players were shrunk and then you had to run, you had to do like a little foot race around um like like um rooms that you'll find in a house you race in the kitchen then you'll race in an arcade then you'll race in that kind of place wow that's nostalgia so yeah those those are my like first games where i was like yeah this is I, I can get i can get my fingers like stuck into this and it just went from there basically oh, cool um so uh when we asked uh Annabelle, she said gta San Andreas was the game that made her a uh, full-fledged gamer committed to the industry and the uh, the whole world of gaming. Was that the same for you, or was there a different game that, like, was the light bulb moment for you? I'm... I don't know. It was, um... I wouldn't... I don't know if there was an exact game that I was like, yeah, this game is the reason why I'm now a gamer. For me, it was, um, earliest memories. It was just always in my life, like... Most guys, most like when I was at school, most of the lads were like into football. They had the football trading cards. Every lunchtime, we were playing football. Whereas me, I was like a nerd. I was like, I'm at home, and I'm like, I'm like waiting to get home to come and play some like GTA. I was like waiting to go home to like um um go and play all these kind of characters that I had, all these kind of games that I had. Um, so a couple games did stick out to me. Like um, there was this game called it's called X. I I I I, very old hmm. game where it's like it's got it's um got like a comic book feel to it, and it was, it's a shoot 'em up and basically. Was that made by Suda Fifty One? Yes, Do you oh, know. Oh no, no, I didn't play. It. I wanted to, but I never yeah. got into it. But go on, I'm I'm listening. You got my ears. <laughs> 
so that was that game. Then there was also another game on PS2 called PsyOps. The um an operative who basically had like um kinetic powers and and also standard machinery. And it was made by um I think it was, was it Radical Games? I can't remember, but I think it was Radical Games. But yeah, so for me those were like and also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on GameCube. Where uh. Yeah, so it was playing that game. My cousin was stuck on it, and he couldn't get past a certain level. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a massive reader, and I'm also a big nerd. So I was like reading the booklet. You know the booklet that games used to come with that tell you how to play. Oh, it, like, I tell you X is to jump, squares. I miss those. I miss those. Yeah. And they were thick too. Like they were thick. Yeah, thick. thick. So, <laughs> so I was like, literally, I was just standing on the side of the bed. You know those times when it's like you got the, all the cousin playing games, and then you're like yeah. waiting to, for your turn or waiting for him to like leave so he can start playing. So then I was waiting for him to leave his room and go downstairs and talk to like my auntie and my and my mom and all that kind of thing. So then I got into I got into the um the, I got the controller and I started playing. And then I realized that oh rah, L1 R1 does your ultimate. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, why has he not done his ultimate all this time since he's been playing? And he and he didn't actually know that he could do ultimates. He just picked up the game and started playing and got stuck on this level. So it was probably when I beat that level, after that I was like, yep, this is my ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm gonna stay. Ah, sick. Yeah. So um we've seen your Neo 2 streams. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen your Resident Evil 3 remake streams. Yes. What other games have you been playing during the quarantine? Oof. I would say um this quarantine has given me a, like a lot of time to then catch up on all the games that I'm required to play. Believe it or not, I haven't finished Red Dead Redemption Two. I I believe you. <laughs> it's, it's the horse. I just can't do it. It's just riding for like half an hour to an objective. You shoot them for like ten minutes, then you're riding back. It's like I just I just can't do it. But anyway, <laughs> so that I have to play. But during the quarantine, I've been playing um, Overwatch. There's a game called Hunt Showdown, which has permadeath. So I've put that down for a bit because I'm actually going to lose my tempo of that game because I've died so many times. To I Honestly, it's called it's bullshit. Like, I've died so many times to bullshit that I've just put the game down. I'm going to, like, fight, like, dash my control pad against the wall. I'm Do not you have those... a bad gaming temper? I do, but I don't destroy any of my stuff. Uh, okay. Because a, a control pad is a, is a game, and I don't understand how people can just go out and, like, break a control pad and go out and buy another one. I'm like... Mm-hmm. If I'm angry, I literally I put I set my control pad down and I go for a walk. I just go and cool off. You can see me. I'm telling you, you can see me on um like the A on an A1. I'll be walking and I'm like it's like eleven o'clock at night. I got work tomorrow. Like, still call me. My sister will call me. She's like, "And what are you doing? Like, why are you out?" I'm like, Overwatch competitive, and that's all I have to say. And then she'll understand. <laughs> that's it. I think that's a, a healthy way to get around um, just human antics, though. Mm. So, you know, everyone's going to get frustrated at video games because they're meant to be challenging. They're meant to push you to your absolute limits. Yeah. So I think actually, you know, closing things off and walking away from the environment is actually very healthy. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, throwing pads about and kicking TVs. I, because you're the one who's gonna have to buy a new one legit like that's what, something that just it baffles me when i see these like rage compilations online about how people are like breaking keyboards breaking i'm like so after you're angry when you're done you don't have to go into your pocket and then buy the, see that will annoy me more 
going into my pocket, like the act <laughs> itself of going in and getting my card to go to Amazon, that will anger me more than however I felt in the moment. So that's why I don't do it. No, it, it's completely fair. It makes sense. But not only that, you've got to, you've got to wait now because you don't have a keyboard. Exactly. You don't have a controller. So you're calm now, but yeah. too late. <laughs> Exactly. So I mean, you're left with time to think about the ways you're not going to do that next time. Or the ultimate punishment. (laughs) You have to think about your decisions. (laughs) I think I did that once, um, but I didn't care because basically I was playing FIFA online at uni, and like I was I was frustrated anyways because like my controller wasn't responding properly. So it had it had broken, like the imports weren't working, the buttons are a bit off. Um and then I was about to win the game, genuinely. And then I think my controller just cuts up. Or like I can't move the the, the stick so my character doesn't run or doesn't pass. Something happens and it is the controller's fault. And at this point I'm like, Do you know what? <laughs> it's already broken. So I'm going to have to reach into my pocket anyways. <laughs> I might as well, you know, let off some steam. So I just yeah. chucked it against the wall. Um, like I just threw it across the room and I was like, you know what, I'm done. Uh, Fuck yeah. this. <laughs> and of course it was FIFA, the game that pushed you to break your pad. Of course it was FIFA. Was. <laughs> but do you know what it is? Oh, I'm okay losing at FIFA, but... Are you? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, but if it's genuinely not my fault, because FIFA games get close, and if it's not my fault, then I'm raging. Like, <laughs> that was my game. What is this? Oh, FIFA 20 might have you smashing a few pads then, because honestly, I feel that they decide the winner through coin toss, like, electronically, and then the AI behaves accordingly. It is so bad. Sometimes, like, you, you do a cross to your player, and instead of him hedging the ball... He will like take a step back. Why? <laughs> Why would a player take a step back from the ball? For what reason are you stargazing? I don't understand. <laughs> there, there have been some horrendous games I've played. Like we've got the whole series up with um me and my brother. Some videos I refuse to put up because they are embarrassing. My goalkeeper has tripped over another player. It's it's awful. It's just bad. It's just bad. Oh, uh, I remember that happened in FIFA. That's that's a FIFA staple though. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it just does what it wants. Yeah, like I think really? one time, the the keeper ignored the ball, it hit another player, and the other player like flew across the screen. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what? FIFA Fighters would be a great game, and that's what it sounds like. <laughs> FIFA <laughs> Fighters. FIFA Fighters. <laughs> I mean, why not? Come on, EA. <laughs> Come on, EA. Do something had, different. We had Def Jam for rappers, so uh, why can't we have? You know, <laughs> That's the FIFA equivalent. Why not? That's Champ NY was the one. Exactly. I mean, if they're not going to give us a new fight night, you might as well give us the FIFA fighters. Let's go. (laughs) The next big thing in esports. 100%. (laughs) So when you were playing Final Final Fantasy, Resident Evil 3 Remake, did that feel very thematic for you then? It did, but I always play these kind of games because it just calms me down. Like... Resident Evil's good, but have you played... I don't know if you've played Dead Space. Like, Dead Space 1. I'm never touching that game in my life. <laughs> you know, why would I want to do that to myself? I, I play games for fun and enjoy nah, them. That's not the same thing. Like, do you go on rides when you go to an amusement park? 
That's different. No, it's not. <laughs> Let me tell you why it's different. You just strap in and that's it. And just experience. <laughs> With this, you have to actively push ahead against all of your better judgment and sense. No, 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 no. For me, my better judgment and sense is like when I'm at the gate of the like amusement park ride, I'm like, so I have to believe that the engineer was on job. <laughs> I have to believe that the, that the safety conductor that's doing the safety checks for this ride was on job. Or, yeah, I mean, or just don't think about that. Exactly. So when you're playing a game, don't think about how scary it is. Yeah. Isn't it the same thing? Forward. How can I not think about how scary it is when I have to conserve my ammo, watch out for my health, watch out for things that want to kill me, for some reason continue deeper into this facility, shoot things that don't die, they come back to life when you shoot. I know about this game and I'm oh, not yeah, playing yeah, yeah. it. What I like about this place is not it wasn't it wasn't conventional um like was killing a target. Yeah, you had to shoot the limbs. So mm. that like went against I play a lot of first person shooters and it's like you're always taught to always aim center mass, but I mm. want to play dead space, that worked against you. So when mm. you shot them center mass, the bullets did nothing. Like you they just kept on coming towards you. I, see. I actually think that when it comes to horror games, especially horror games where you can fight back, the bits are not the bits that are scary are the bits where you don't know what's around the corner. Not the actual like fighting part. Fighting part, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm basically it's basically Call of Duty now. But it's the bit where it's like you're walking, walking, the lights flickering, you can't hear anything. You got your headphones in. Yeah. It's late. It's dark. What's behind that corner? And then that's that's what gets me. But anyway, I think what gets me are the the quiet bits. But mm. like, you know when you know when you're fighting, it's like this is fine. I'm fighting. I exactly. know what I need to do. But when it's quiet, it's like mm. I know I'm not safe. When is it gonna happen? It's been too quiet. What? Yeah. There's one bit in um in Last of Us where you're going through this house and it's too oh, quiet. It's quiet. Yeah, then you get to a certain bit and then like debris falls on you and then for some reason the house is swarming with zombies and I'm yep. just like, but why? <laughs> oh yes, I remember that bit. It was empty. <laughs> what? That was good. Uh, that was good. It was good. Yeah. That was good. Like I liked it. For me, the bit that I liked was the bit where um, Joel went upside down, and then oh my God. the game gave you control of the character. That's when you know you're screwed. When the game gives you control, you just think it's a cutscene. <laughs> that like, was <laughs> top three scariest moments in, in my playthrough. Yeah. That was such a good thing. I don't remember ever having that experience in the game. Mm. So hanging upside down. And it's like, okay, well, this is just a cutscene, right? And it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you gotta kill these people, and they're yep. gonna kill you, and you're like dangling. I'm like, uh, <laughs> exactly. you have to get good very, very quickly. Yep. <laughs> so that's um. Also, like you mentioned, that also messes with me. Where it's like, it's a cutscene, and in a horror, if it's a horror movie and there's a cutscene, I'm like, okay, cool. It's like it's a little bit scary, but I'm not in control. It's it's the it's the bit where a good game is when they don't tell you when you're in control, even though you've got control. That's when it's scary for me. Yeah, yeah. And like, I I always say this to to people. Um, I don't really find like scary movies scary because I'm watching someone else's experience. Mm. I yeah. find scary games very scary, and the game yeah. doesn't have to be scary for me to be scared because <laughs> it's me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's yeah. why I play horror games because I like I like the the the, the on edge feeling that you get and it's like constantly like checking corners you're just going around and it's like that's why you have to progress through the story so that's why I play horror games and that's why I don't go on rides 
So what exactly dynamic? Oh, okay. You're missing yeah, out on the Wow. Yeah. Adam and Isaac don't agree on something. <laughs> oh, yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hear me out, yeah. What about stealth? Because here's the thing, right? Stealth is 50% calm, relaxing, not scary at all. And it's 50% one loop that's over before you know it. Like, it sounds like the perfect compromise for someone who's scared of rides. Okay, so I'll trade you Dead Space 2, where it's 50% action and 50% walking around and you might be a little bit scared. So you, I'll go on stealth, you play Dead Space 2. First and foremost, right? First and foremost, I can't just jump into the second game. I have to play the first one. And also, if I'm playing a whole game, a whole what forty-hour campaign, you think that's worth twenty seconds? No, you're nah, going to build up every because... single thought part ride. If I'm playing that game, no, nah, because no, you re- you've reduced mine because the build up. I have to drive there. I'm gonna be thinking about it. After then, buy a ticket. I'm gonna be thinking about it. I'm gonna queue up. I'm gonna be thinking about it. I'm gonna get strapped in. I'm gonna be thinking about it. That's a good day right there. Well, I'm just thinking about this ride that's going to mess me over. So and Dead Space thinking. isn't a good day. Exactly. <laughs> so it's fair. No, you know, no, not just one ride. You have to do the whole of Thought Park if I'm playing Dead Space. Whole of Thought Park. No, okay, you know what? Whole of the Thought, whole of the Amusement Park, and then you have to do Dead Space Trilogy. Nice. No, no, no. no. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Okay, if I'm doing Dead Space Trilogy, you have to go to um, Thought Park. You have to go to... Oh, what's that... Alton Towers, and yeah. you have to go to another scary theme park. No, 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 okay, hold on. Okay, uh, first off, yeah, let's put a couple ground rules. These mm-hmm. parks have to be in a, a regulated country. I'm not going to know, like, I'm not going to some country <laughs> where it's like, the ride is, like, barely checked. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, Disneyland Paris. What? Disneyland Paris, then. I'm sure they've got some scary rides. I hope they've got some oh, scary they, rides. They have scary rides in Disneyland Paris? At least one or two. What are the parents going to do? I mean, the parents will probably leave the kids to it, and then yeah, make school kids. Exactly. It's Disneyland Paris. So Paris. they let their kids get stolen and just make new ones. Because... That's fine. Minnie's there, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Andy, don't become one of the the boomers. Don't don't <laughs> don't don't use this as a time to get someone pregnant because I don't think you're ready for fatherhood just yet. I Is anybody ever ready? I am 100% ready for fatherhood. But you're just going to make new kids when the old ones vanish. Vanish? That's they won't vanish. In Disneyland. <laughs> when no, you no, no. No, I know, where, I know where they are. How? Because. So, wait, hold on. Are you guys incentivizing me to go to this place where you're telling me kids vanish? Is that what I'm hearing? Like, is that what I'm understanding? Like, <laughs> I don't know where this came from. This place is calm. It's chilling. <laughs> this is real old danger. Well, how about How about if... Um, Isaac does a Dead Space 2 playthrough, and that's a playthrough, not a watchthrough. Isaac, well, you can watch that one, <laughs> and then Isaac picks three rides to, for Alan to go on. Three rides? No, he has to do the whole theme part. Hold on, the whole this game what? is a 40-hour experience. Alan needs to at least have a day, which is going to be like, what, eight hours? Come on, nah, 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 don't try and chop, don't try and chop mine down. <laughs> Oh, like no. Dead Space 2, yeah, that's probably like the best blend between action and the... I've played all three, okay? You can't fool me. Trust me. That game is not so bad compared to number one. You don't want to play number one. Number one, if you're like, no. Number one is a whole lot more scarier. And it gets less scarier as you go through the trilogy. Because obviously you can't be afraid of something if you keep on blowing their limbs off every single game. Well, then surely it stands to reason that if I play the first game, then like I'll just breeze through the rest. 
No, nice try because <laughs> 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 Dead Space One is a whole lot easier. Then it becomes Dead Space Two, where it's like you can have different difficulties. Whereas I think it's Dead Space Two. That's the perfect blend. And I think the perfect blend for you is is trying all the rides at a theme park. Uh, a theme park. All of them. Okay, how about for a whole day, Alan will take the rides that Isaac says for a whole day. <laughs> so, all of the theme park. I mean, if you can squeeze all of the theme parks in, then go ahead. Sure, yeah, we're all going to adults. We go during school times. It'll be quiet <laughs> and big. We get there early. We knock out the big rides at the start of the day. I've oh done this before. It's not my first rodeo. I'm and then at the end of the day, you just get with the stragglers and then go back to your favorite rides and just wait <laughs> a long time. I'm, I'm not even like I'm just imagining it And my heart's already racing I'm like Yo Nah Yo No one's shooting at you Because No one's shooting at you It does it's sound like A healthy balance To be fair Right You guys trying to convince me That this is a win-win I know it's not a win-win But purely by the fact That I, I can do rides It's just I don't like rides I just don't understand the physics. I just don't understand the, 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 the mentality behind... Why would you... Anyway, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean, we've been off topic for a while, so I mean... <laughs> so he has recently filed a trademark slash patent for a robotic companion who will support you and react to your reactions while you play games hmm. i don't know how i feel about that interesting it feels like different becoming human yeah like in the you know this loading screen where that 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 lady was meant to be talking to you and she was like um i'm sorry i was deep in thought and i'm like that's what it's gonna feel. i don't know it feels like that's what it says on paper, but in, in reality, it's going to be something that's going to get really annoying real quick. Yeah, I... I <laughs> that's how I lot, feel. It's going to take a lot to, to sell me on mm. that. Well, it's, it's a neat idea. Sorry. Have you seen the control pad? Oh, the PS5? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about it? Uh, does it come in black? My brother. <laughs> it will come in black. Trust me, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hoping it comes in black? Because if PlayStation has taught me anything, is it will always come in black. Not the PS One. Yeah, well, you know that was in the mid nineties, so <laughs> times were different. Times different. But I don't know. This looks a little chunky, but I want to get my hands on it before I can give a criticism. So, um, question: Do you like the Xbox or the Switch Pro pad? No, I think it's too big. Okay, fair enough. You might Firstly, not like yourself. Yeah. So like for me, the perfect control pad was the PlayStation 3. Wireless. Okay. Small and I can just I've got like a little stand, so I can just put up my stand and then walk away. Is it Spyro, your stand? No, it's a Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Spyro Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, I didn't want to get my hands on it because apparently it's more ergonomic. But anyway. It does look it. <sighs> anyway. So I think yeah. I I think I'll like it more than the uh, DualShock 4, just because... Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, is it DualShock 4? Mm. That's the, the PS4 pad, no? Yeah. Oh, do you know what's mad? Like, when... Anna, when you said um, you like the, the PS3 pad, I, I thought you meant the PS4 pad. 
I don't know why. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm with everyone now. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I, I quite like the PS5 pad. I like the colours. I like the design. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it's going to feel a lot like the Xbox and the Switch Pro pads, which are by far my favourite controllers I've ever held. They they just fit in the hand so perfectly. Um, Go so, on. going by... <laughs> what? 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 I mean, you didn't mean it because you would have said it again if you did. Um, Go on. Huh? <laughs> you said it again, you know. I mean, said what? What are you guys talking about? You say I'm hearing things, Andy. It's all in your mind. Don't worry. He didn't mean it, Isaac. It's fine. He's not like Get you. Your chest. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, on that note, I'm going to go to some listeners' questions. <laughs> Suicide Button says, my question is, how can I be like you guys when I grow up? <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> you know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> uh, JPEG Yakuza says, do you think it's even possible for the Final Fantasy VII remake to live up to the hype? Well, we yes. Like, are we not answering uh, suicide button? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to? I'll give it a quick go. Um, go on. For me, I was um, I'm not like regular people. I'm like a weirdo because all my morals come from comic books. So I'm like, so you don't want to be me because I have a very high standard of what people are meant to be. I'm like, yo, you guys are meant to be good. Constantly disappointed. So <laughs> you don't you don't want to be me, mate. But if you want to live up, just I read a lot because I like to argue. A lot. Makes sense. So, I read, like, if I'm not gaming, then I'm reading. Like, just different things. And if you want to be, a, if you want to be, like, knowledgeable on a sub- subject, any subject whatsoever, just start reading. And you read different opinions, especially opinions that you disagree with. So, you can, like, sharpen your arguments when you mm. do, like, come face-to-face with them. Because it's, like, you don't want to be in a room with yes-men. That's the last thing you want to do. Because that's just dangerous. Because... Yeah. Um, you want to get have your arguments. I'm just like talking like arguing for me is like like my pastime. Like I'm at war with basically everybody all the time. Um, um, Thanos, obviously. <laughs> literally, that's why I like Thanos because he's like literally like he just goes from war to war, waging war, and just like anyway. But that's me. Like, he's like yeah, but <laughs> that's how he does it, isn't it? But I can think of better ways. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Isaac, do you have an answer to that question? <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny? I, I know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> and he's older than me, so I can't really answer the question in that regard. Well I guess I guess if, if a random ki- if a random ten year old runs up to you and says, Hey Isaac, how can I be like you when I grow up? <laughs> or cool and stuff. What would you say? I mean, I'd have to definitely censor a lot of it because I don't want to go to jail. Mm. But wait, I what? Think, what? <laughs> I think the main point I would tell them is whatever you enjoy, don't ever let the opinions of other people like like change that. So if you really like something and everyone just teases you for it or says like it's not cool, like as long as you're enjoying it then that's fine. And if he's a 10-year-old kid and this happens in school, everyone in school is a dickhead. 
Like, yeah. forget them. Like, you're there by force. You're not going to meet your, your best mates. And if you do, that's great. But it might not happen. Like, you'll find, like, your breed of people later on in life. Just keep doing what you're doing. And as long as you love it, and it's not a crime, um, yeah, just pursue it. Damn it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> I'm calling the cops on Alan after this. <laughs> oh, no, betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, good advice. I think what I would say is everyone's good at something. And when you discover what you're good at, Manifest. try to oh, exploit Manifest. it mm. to the point that you make money off of it. Yes, make it a career. Be so damn good at it that when this thing is mentioned that you're the first person on their mind. Yeah. Agreed. Um, did we answer the second question? I know I did. What was the second uh, question, sorry? Um, it was from JPEG Yakuza. Do you think it's possible for Final Fantasy VII Remake to live up to the hype? Hell yeah, I think it has. I don't know. Because it looks really nice, but I think it's pretty short. And if you've played any Final Fantasy game, there's like a hundred hours in the story. So I don't know whether it's going to be... I don't know. I think it might be just a part one of the arc. Yeah, they've split up the original yeah. game into like three parts, I think. So if you're like... If people are content with just the first arc and they understand what they're going into with the remake, then yeah, the game will blow your mind and it's absolutely great. But I don't want people going into the game thinking that they're going to get the hundred of hours because it says just says Final Fantasy VII Remake and they're thinking yeah. they're going to get all of the arcs. Then they're going to get arc one and they're going to be disappointed when in actuality this... As a remake, it's a very great game. That's fair. Um, also, yeah. like, have you guys played it? I've played some of it. I played the demo and I played, I'm ordered it, so I'm going to play it. Do you guys know the story, though? Nope. More or less. Okay, never mind. I was no, like, go on. Because uh, my first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy 13. So I... Yeah, so I was with them. I wasn't with Cloud. So when people talk about Cloud, it's like, how much nostalgia? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I was more of like... Um, I was like racing with um, Cocos, not Cocos. Um, Chocobos. Chocobos, that's the one. Yeah. So I was there, I was like, right, like this is not, <laughs> that's what I was doing. So I don't have the same nostalgia that a lot of people have when it comes to Final Fantasy VII. For me, it's all about Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah, yeah cool. Fair enough. Matter, like, a lot of people consider Final Fantasy XIII to be one of the worst games in the series. Oh, yeah, it was and... painful. <laughs> it was painful. Oh, yeah, the long corridors. Mm, the gambit were, were mm. like were a joke it was so hard but i thought that that was just part of the game like you know when you're playing a from software game where the difficulty is the appeal yeah so I, mm. I always thought that that was it like okay so yeah it's a, it's really hard to use it's got a deep learning curve tough that's how i always thought of it so i don't think i didn't realize that it was like in the series it was, it was meant to be that painful <laughs> uh yeah i think it has lived up to the hype You've got to realize this is, you know, a game that was originally released in 97. Um, what they've done, I think now, is they've delivered on the game that they've wanted to give us for how many years. So the way Cloud and Tifa look, the levels they've gone to to give you the game that they gave you in 97 mm. um, is nothing short of exemplary. And... To be fair, they have not shied away from the fact that this game is not going to be the full game because that would probably have to be on seven discs. Mm. Um, the amount of memory alone on this game is mad. Yeah. 
and there's no way that they can fit the whole game in into one PS4 game. I think they've done a really good job. Everything looks crisp. Um, How big was it? I think it's uh, about a hundred. Ooh, damn! That's a GTA right there. <laughs> Let me quickly fact check that. I think it's a hundred. Oh no, it isn't. No, Red Dead is hundred, isn't it? As well. Yeah, right? yeah. Red Dead Two is a hundred. Yeah. I know it took like two uh, discs, so you had to load it on one disc, and then the other disc was to play it. Damn. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. I really hope it ages well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know in 1997, there was a lot of um, a lot of games that back then were like... <sighs> like <laughs> that shiver. So I'm really hoping the game ages well. And they've... Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. It's either you can stick to the, how the game was and present it as such. Or you can try and correct it. But you don't want to come across as a liar. So... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I've got a question about this game. Like, it's going to come out in, what, two or three volumes, I guess, and then it's done. Yeah. It's all there. So with the PS5 coming out, are they going to release the next two games to finish it all off, all on the PS4? Will it come out on the PS5? Will it need one disc on the PS5? Like, how's this going to work? Because me, personally, like, I want to play Final Fantasy VII, but I basically know the story, and I'm not in a rush. I'm just going to wait until, like, I can get it all at once. And then I'm going to play it. Like, are they going to finish it on the PS4? Or are you going to have to, like, buy the rest of it on the PS5? That's my question. What do you think? I think they're going to... Oh, sorry, Andy, do you want to take this one? Uh, no, you can answer first. I think they're going to do what they did with GTA, where they released it two, both times. So they released it on PS4. I mean, they released it on PS3. Then they all again re-released it on PS4. Mm-hmm. So I think during that transition period of when people are going to be going up blind PlayStation yeah. and like PlayStation hasn't like um the fan base not the fan base like the 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 base hasn't um fully transitioned over I think that during that period of time they're gonna re- they're gonna re-release the game on both consoles. Okay. So even though that, so do yes. you think that we'll get um next installments within like a year of each other? Because you can't really wait, like, three years and then try and release it on PS4, which is going to be an old console at this point. Three or four years. You can't really wait that long. I don't... Mm. I would hope... Mm, mm. <laughs> mm. It is a very good question. Yeah. Uh, I think, personally, parts two and three, if they're going to do three parts, will be on the PS5, just because of how long it's going to take for them to, like, make the games. Mm. I think it wouldn't be worthwhile. I mean, how long does the average game take to make now? Like, five years? I want to say. Depends on, like, games like this. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, a, <laughs> like this kind of game, like, on this well, level. Yeah, three to five years, yeah. Um, so, I think in five years' time, the transition would either be complete or very near completion. Mm. Um, so, I think... Do you think it will take five years, though? No, as in, I, I mean, if not complete, then it'll be very near. Because, yeah. like, they've got the engine. They know the story. Mm. Why should it take five years? Yeah, three to five, I think. Um, okay. Well, it's different this time because now the PS5 is built upon the PS4 stuff. So it might not take that long. But I know it took a long time for developers to develop games for the PS4 versus the uh, PS3. Yeah. Okay. So I think... 
I, I don't see them releasing games on the PS4 if the PS5 is out personally mm. within that I... time period. Like, it wouldn't be fresh out anymore. It would be, like, a couple years into its run, which we know, you know, the last generation, we had to wait a couple of years before we got a full-fledged roster of games. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, my argument behind it. Uh, part 2 and Part 3 going on the PS5. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely waiting then in that case. I'm not buying this game. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you know the uh, 7, uh, Part 1, is... Uh, exclusive for a year, so I'm pretty sure it's coming to the PS5 in 2021. So, yeah. Do you think it'll go to the Xbox then? Um, 50-50 about Xbox. I think okay. it'll go to PC. I yeah. think it'll yeah, go yeah. to PS5. I'm not sure about Xbox. Oh, fair enough. Um, who made um Final Fantasy? Was it Konami? No, it's Square. Square and oh no, they're uh, what do you call it? They're a first party developer for PlayStation. So. Yeah. yeah, it's very unlikely it's going to go to Xbox. Oh, that's true. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, but uh, then again, wasn't... Um, oh, wait, hold on. Actually, before I open my mouth, I'm going to do a quick Google search because <laughs> I'm probably wrong about this. Sony owns them wholesale, so... I, yeah, I think there was a, an acquisition not too long ago, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, okay, not too long ago, fair enough. Because I remember yeah. Final Fantasy XIII being on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm, it was. Uh, that was a very long time ago. Okay, yeah. in that case, yeah. fair enough. All right. Yeah. Wait, hold on, wasn't... Hold on. Ah, let me just do another quick fact check <laughs> of my mouth. <laughs> Them Naughty Dog... Um... What about Final Fantasy um, 15 though? That was on the Xbox as well. I think so. But again, wasn't that... Wait, when, did, when did Sony acquire Square Enix then? <laughs> no, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I can check the Googles now. <laughs> also, good for Sony. Quite the studio, man. Love it. You love to see it. <laughs> oh my gosh, they made Tomb Raider. <clears throat> Sorry, wrong word. It says the only merger that they really went through is um in 2003 between Square and Enix, which is why we get Square Enix. But anyway. Mm. Yeah, anyway, maybe I had it confused with Insomnia. Insomnia, yeah, Insomnia. Oh, Sony owned, Sony owned them, yeah. Insomniac, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crank. yeah, 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 they're holy owned. Um, so there is that possibility then. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to happen, like, that's just money to be made. Yeah. yeah. Unless Sony acquire them in the next few days. I hope so, that'd be great. <laughs> I just want Sony to own everything. And then, like, just, no, no first I don't want games. that. I don't want that. You don't need a monopoly. Because then you get Disney. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, not everything, but, like, let Xbox do their stuff. And then everyone's just flocking to Sony for the great like, first-party games. Xbox yeah. didn't exist, in the thing. And but Nintendo I, do their thing. I still, I feel Sony are, are well on their way to doing that right now. Yeah. They've got a really good roster of first-party studios yeah, they got, games they, now. Naughty Dog, they got... Um, Santa Monica, Insomniac mm-hmm. now. That's Ratchet and Clank, that's... Um, I'm mm-hmm. sold. That's Ratchet and Clank, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is Sucker Punch one of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost so, of Tsushima. You know, Ghost. Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. That's going to be a nice game, man. If it ever comes out... It will. Have faith. Have I don't. Faith. It will. I don't have faith. <laughs> if it comes out, it comes out. I'm like, alright, this is great. 
There is. You only believe it when it's delivered. When I have it in my hands. Yeah. I'm playing it. Then okay. And then even then, when I complete, I'll be like, "Did I really complete it? Did I really? <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> As someone who has played Neo 1 mm. and is currently streaming Neo 2, yeah. what attracts you to difficult games? I got it on recommendation. So, after, like, let me just explain the history. So, uh, in the beginning, I've never, like, I knew about Dark Souls and mm. that franchise, but I never, like, I like I tried the demos. wasn't really my, like, cup of tea. So, I was like, you know what? This is just one of those ones where I have to just let it go by and it's probably going to blow up by itself. Like, God of War, I just, Ooh. I played the first one. I wasn't like, nah, this doesn't grab me. Should I just let it go by? Yeah. Not like so with new um so my first game in that franchise, like in that like kind of um genre of like where the difficulty is the appeal was Sekiro and how unforgiving it was. Mm-hmm. But I really like the story one and um I like how like I think modern games nowadays it's like they, they give too much um guidance to the player. Yeah. Like, Back in PlayStation 1 and 2, it's like, if you were stuck somewhere, you were stuck. And then you had to figure out a way to do something. And then um, then you can go forward. Whereas, like, games nowadays, they give too much they give too much um, guidance, like I said before, to the player. So when I got to Sekiro, there was, like, there was no mini-map, there was nothing. It was like, go to this castle and investigate. And that's, like, the objective. Well, is there no mini-map in Sekiro? No, nah, there's no mini-map. Oh, damn, oh yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I don't remember. I don't remember a minimap. So there's no minimap. So um, you have to very much rely on um, landmarks that you. So you have to actually get personally invested into the story. Mm-hmm. So it's not like something you can just pick up and put down. Because if you like forget something, then you have to retrace your steps. You have to refamiliarize yourself with the landscape and the actual in um, world itself before you can then progress forward. Mm-hmm. Whereas something like um, I don't know, like Resident Evil everything is it's very linear so you can just pick you can just pick up and um put it back down of where you lifted up uh, where you left off so okay so let me get back to the point let me get back on track so yeah from Sekiro, then i was like oh my gosh i actually like this there's actually good difficulties unforgiving i do swear a lot because that game <laughs> it pulls it gives me it's giving me gray hairs mm-hmm. so then um so I was like, that game, from, that game came from, from software. So I was like, okay, cool. So these kind of games I can get behind. So then I heard a lot of hype about Neo 2. So I was like, oh, rah. So I went, um, this was like last year. So I went um, to um, Comic-Con. Or was it EGX? I think it was one of the, we had a, we had a talk there for Million Gamers. So obviously we got in and then I was able to like roam around. And I went to Neo 2 booth and I was playing and I was like, oh my gosh, this game gives me Sekiro vibes where it's like, not really the exploration where that there's an element of that in the game but more of the um the difficulty and how unforgiving the enemies can be in that game so they really don't give a shit if you like get caught in a corner like it's not like doom where there's like the hidden mechanic behind it where um as your health gets lower then you get um a durability increase behind the scenes so when your health like, i think it's below 30 percent you then can take on 1.5 percent more damage so oh, it feels good. like so to the player, it feels like you just got out there barely. But in, in Sekiro and in Neo 1, they don't give a shit. Like, they, they do not care if you get, like, slapped about into the corner and then the frames then catch you up. It doesn't care. 
it'll slap you about, you reset, you go again. So from that perspective, that's what attracted me to that game. So then to newer two, so then I went back and I played newer one. Now I don't know if you've ever had like those times where it's like a franchise has gone so far that you have to go back to play the first one to understand where it is now. Exactly, like mm-hmm. with Assassin's Creed, I, I would just call it. I thankfully start from the beginning, but I can understand that the um, this this set, like uh, um, people shying away from the franchise because if you want to enjoy Odyssey and like enjoy all the small Easter eggs in it, you have to go back and play like number two, and then that's from there, then you understand everything. You actually, um, for Assassin's Creed, um, a lot of the games down the line because they assume you've played. They assume in some instances where you've played the previous games, which makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like a franchise mm-hmm. that um, you have to be um, like savvy with the terminology because a lot of it is um, like you have to know what animus is. You have to know like um, mm. like bushes. You have to understand um, walking in a crowd. So a lot of the mechanics from the um, last games they carried it over, but they don't explain it in the next game. So in as- in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, in Assassin's Creed Four, you can actually blend in with the crowd that's walking. And not a lot, I'm assuming not a lot of players would know that because in Assassin's Creed 2, it explains to you that you're meant to like blend in a little crowd. You can sit on a bench, um, hide in hay, hay, um, and hay bales. So a lot of those factors were not explained in the um, co-current games. But back to Neo 2. So I played Neo 1 and um, Neo 1, because it's obviously the uh, prequel, not the prequel, the, um, the first, it's, it was very hard to play through. So on top of that, it made the game is also very unforgiving. So... That was that was a hard play, like, but I kept through it. I didn't stream that one because I wanted to get ready for Neo Two, and that's basically the history of why I started playing Neo Two now, and I'm streaming it. Oh, so you got pretty good at Neo quite quickly then, surely? Oh yeah, you have to. Yeah, because it's like it's like one of those ones where it's like it's trial by fire over and over and over again. So by the time you come out, you're burnt and you're squashed and you're like 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 carbon, but you're tough. So you can get through anything. So yeah, so you get the parry time is on point. Like for me, my sword because um when I was playing that game, I didn't know it was like kind of difficulty, so I didn't play it right. I didn't make my character more well rounded than I did mm-hmm. in New Two. So I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't fight with any other weapon except the sword. So my sword was like nine 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 nine. Like I had maxed it out. Like I had all the parry times with the swords, but there's obviously some bosses in the game where it's like with a sword, you're not as um. It's a lot harder when you when you do close combat with some bosses. Mm-hmm. Other bosses, they require spears. They require different kinds of weapons. They de- require different kinds of tactics to defeat them. So that's probably what made New R One a whole lot harder for me than it should have been. So then that's just a lesson that's carried over from to New R Two. So that's why. But yeah, that's everything about why I just somehow just I kind of just fell into the New R Two world. I don't think it gets a lot of recognition. There's loads of games that I play that don't get a lot of um. Like, there's a very loyal fan base, but it's not a big fan base. Like, Titanfall. Like, obviously, we have Apex, but I'm talking about Titanfall 2. Like, that game, to me, was meant to be, the, like, the next Call of Duty. It was just so well-made. It was so it was so nice to play. It was fast-paced, lots of action, that kind of thing. Oh, I didn't want to get into it, but I wasn't great at multiplayer games at that time. And I was like, I'm just going to die. But the Titans look really cool. Like, I really enjoyed that feature. Trust me, they are so cool. And I'm I'm not good at more I wasn't good at more players in the beginning too. But for me I'm very competitive, if you haven't realized. So if I'm not good at something, I wanna get good. Yeah, I've seen those neo streams, I've seen the frustration. So yeah, like that's 
only like 50% of the fight. I just play the main story. The main stories are the longer ones. Mm-hmm. But the side missions can be just as brutal. There is no respite. There is no easy missions in New Year 1. Ed 2, 1 or 2. So oh. the side missions, you, like, the last side mission I played, I had to face two old bosses at the same time. It took me like two and a half hours. Wait, at the same time? At the same time, yeah. Oh, I love this game. Sounds great. <laughs> but obviously, the, the longer you play it, the more savvy you get to the computer and you're like... You you use everything like you use frame rates. I'm like um, hit stuns. You use mm. everything to punish them when they make a mistake. They don't make mistakes, but when they're in their moment of weakness, you you punish as much as you can. It sounds like you should be good at fighting games. Oh yeah, I love Mortal Kombat. I used to be really good at Sub Zero. I was my main character. Oh, sick, nice one. Actually, this one's my next question. Like when it comes to like multiplayer games, what is what is your game like? Because obviously you know it's quarantine, so it'd be nice if like. You know, stream cost a million games, just played some games for fun online. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, my main games. I don't I couldn't I never got into FIFA. I wish I did. But I just couldn't find the appeal because like when I went to school I went to go play football, then when I come home I went to play football again. That's not me. <laughs> so Okay, I'll see what you I never mean. got I never got into FIFA like that. And same with NBA two K, like all those kind of sports games which any game for me the like the um the threshold for the kind of games I play is any game I can't play in real life. I mean, I can be a soldier, but anything I can't, like, play in real life. So, like, soldiering games, um, supernatural games. But mm-hmm. things like FIFA, things like um, Madden, those kind of games, which I can, like... Well, I'm not, like, Ronaldo, but I can kick a ball. So, I'm not trying to, like, put down people who play FIFA, but that's just my um, general thoughts on... Kinds of games that I play, which I've come to understand over some time. Oh, yeah. Cool. And I guess last question to close it out. If yeah, an opportunity arose to work for Thanos, yes, sir, and you could pick your role, mm-hmm. what role would it be? I'm one of the Black Order. Easy. Fair enough. <laughs> now that was in the circle, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they're the ones that like the the Gamora, the um Nebula, the nah, Nebula doesn't really count, but anyway, um and the four. Henchmen's apocalypse. So yeah. So what you're saying is you could potentially lose that dance off. That's that's I don't. Mm, I'm pretty nimble on my feet. <laughs> so what you're saying is a guy who used to be fat and working in office, then got hench and went into the sky, mm. could potentially seduce you. I've been seduced by West. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, story time? It was a long time ago. By a long time ago, it was yesterday. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But yeah, I live a very weird life, so... Um... I guess we're not hearing the story. Alright, maybe in the next one. <laughs> next one. So did my sister not tell you that the, the moment that she um, hit someone with her car? Yes. Yeah. And see, so we live very weird lives. So just think of that kind of level, and yeah. Oh, no, wait, I, was, I thought you were gonna say the guy you hit was the the person you got with. No, I'm joking. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. But, um, you know those times when you're just, like you're in a situation, and it's such a like a movie situation, and then you like in your mind you backtrack like how the hell did I get here? Mm-hmm. That Sorry. those kind of situations happen to me like I don't know like nine times. A week i'm like how the hell did i get here that's what i'm talking about i think at that point it, it's all because of you really yeah the common denominator makes sense but i rather blame luck 
makes me feel better. Wow. Well, hold on. That's <laughs> what it is, I guess. Don't call it there. Yep. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, Alan. Uh, do you mind putting your socials on so the lovely people yes. can find out where to follow you? Okay, so the Millennium Game socials, we're, we're basically everywhere. The usual suspects are Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook. I'm normally on Twitter because that seems to be the perfect avenue to fight people. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, this, um, and we're also on Twitch. We're also on Mixer. And I also do the AAA releases for Melanin Games on the YouTube channel. Or games I feel like need more recognition, like Nuar 2. All right, cool. Awesome. All right, make sure to subscribe to the Streamcast. Uh, Streamcast on YouTube, Streamcast underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to uh, check out our website, thestreamcast.co.uk. And make sure to check out our Patreon, because although we are not, like, key workers, I feel like the work we deliver is key to the entertainment of Mm -hmm. the people out there. So... Please. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Spare a dollar or ten. Um, <laughs> you've got our three dollar, five dollar, and ten dollar tiers. So uh, we're not asking for too much, but I mean, every little helps. And yeah, that that's it. Make sure to catch us on the next uh, pod. Mm. Don't ask us when that will be. Stay safe during the quarantine. Mm. See you in the next one. See you then. <laughs> <laughs> See you later.